When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Naked Gaming Podcast with me, Lee Milner, and Chris Barrow. Yes, it's a retro special today. Excited for that? Yeah. Well, you like your retro games, don't you? Love retro. Do you know who else loves retro? Who? Your dad. What are you playing, Gary? Uh, FA Premier League football. And are you winning? It's 0-0. It's Leeds United. I'm 1-0 down there. Is that because of me? Yeah. So we've been playing PlayStation 1. Have you seen? What? Because I asked your mum to secretly film your dad playing the PlayStation. So we're celebrating all things retro in this episode. And I'm really excited about this. We're going to be playing, actually playing and streaming as well later on, the new Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, it only took them 26 years to make the sequel years. to Streets of Rage 3. Everyone's baking, have you noticed? Uh, I'm not. You can't get flour... No. Well, you won't get a flower. No. Why would, I don't want to bake. I just want to buy you, it ready. Why won't you bake? No. Okay. No. But you're quite healthy. You did your online workouts recently, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, Pumping yeah. It, pumping Pump, the iron. Pumping the iron, doing my home workouts. But yeah, gaming-wise, though, what are we talking about? Well, we've decided to get our reporter and now new fitness instructor, Alex Amrap Rhodes, to show us how it's done. You can probably hear Alice thudding along there. I mean, she's got even heavier steps than I do. Like a herd of elephants. Right. So he's been playing games to try and get fit. Uh, I didn't know what an AMRAP was until recently, but you can tell us what an AMRAP is, can't you? Because you know now, don't you? I know. As many reps as possible. So that's good, isn't it? You've been yeah. learning. Yeah. Uh, so Alex will be... Uh, showing us his guns later. Yep, and of course, you can always subscribe to the podcast and you will feel better. What, like health-wise? Yeah, it's good for the soul. <laughs> okay. Uh, at Naked Gaming Pod on Twitter and in the usual places. By the way, mm. we are making this into a special video podcast this month and it will be ready soon, as soon as Chris learns how to edit could be waiting a long time <laughs> does it get called a vlog cast if it's like a vi- i think that's a real thing isn't is it? it i don't know anyway i uh, work in telly darling you care not for these darling. these issues uh, so if you're watching on youtube then merry christmas merry christmas sorry it took so long uh, no hopefully it will be as soon as possible just look for chris barrow lee milner naked gaming podcast and you'll find it there First, Lee's here with her bestest news voice, <clears throat> genuinely sitting at our shiny dining table news area. Off you go. Two, 
Over 85,000 games have been made available in the UK for frontline NHS care workers to thank them for their efforts in fighting COVID-19. The scheme, known as Games for Carers, has been in such high demand that they only have Steam and Epic Store games available. If you're an NHS worker, you can grab a key from the Games for Carers website with your NHS email address. And there it is. Andy Murray has won the Madrid Open. Heartbreaks for David Goffman. Well, sort of. Andy actually won the virtual Madrid Open, where 16 leading ATP players swapped their rackets for PlayStation 4 controllers. David Goffin was Murray's opponent in the final. Andy beat the Belgian 7-6 on the Tennis World Tour game. Well done, Andy. Although amateur players are returning to the courts, tennis tournaments are likely to be suspended until mid-July because of coronavirus. One of the world's biggest esports events has been postponed until 2021. The International, which awards big money prizes to the winners, was due to take place in Stockholm in August. Last year's prize money totaled £28 million. The organisers say they will share more information when we have it, but aren't expecting to be able to confirm a date for a while. Fortnite news now, and on April the 23rd, more than 12 million Fortniters, um, yeah, I just made a word up, uh, stopped fighting to watch a digital avatar of the rapper Travis Scott teleport around a beach and launch audience members into outer space. Sounds like one of my Ibiza trips. It was part of a 10-minute virtual concert, the game's biggest event ever. 27.7 million unique gamers attended the digital gig. That's a lot of uniqueness. It all went pretty smoothly, actually, unlike the launch of the new Assassin's Creed game. Developed by Ubisoft, everyone was expecting new gameplay when this trailer arrived. Very nice, but no gameplay. Plus, there was a moment where it looked like their new game was called Assassin's Creed Offline. Despite all the controversy, Ubisoft has revealed that the Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer has had over 100 million views in just 10 days. So someone must care. Thanks to Lee Milner, who read the news from our very own dining room table for authenticity. I'll put that on my CV. Stop kidding around, Snake. Snake! By the way, happy 40th birthday to Pac-Man. The yellow pizza-shaped blob was originally called Puck-Man because he eats pucks, but the creators changed one letter because they were worried that young people would graffiti the arcade machines and change the first letter to an F. And that's actually true. Lots of people are going back to gaming with all this extra time because of lockdown and people not going out quite so much still at the moment. Uh, one person who's been playing a lot recently is your dad. Right. We're in COVID and my husband's went up in the attic and found PS2 and PS1 and decided to spin it down and start to have a go. And this is where he is most evenings. What are you playing, Gary? Uh, FA Premier League football. And are you winning? It's 0-0. It's Leeds United. 
I'm, I'm one, nil, one nil down now. Is that because of me? Yeah. All right, okay then. You just, you just made them score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one oh, nil down what now. a goal. Do you like it? Yeah, I do, yeah. Do you know what you're doing? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I can't, I can't take my eye off it though. Now, hang on. So, when I was younger, yeah. I used to have the Sega, mm -hmm. the PlayStation, PS2, Game Boy, all the Game Boy all collections. Uh, I was a very spoiled child. <laughs> um, no, I loved gaming. So, yeah. what's happened is we've moved house, obviously, and we've bought our own. And Dad's been left with all this retro gear. <laughs> Stuff. Rubbish. And he's kind of thought, I can't cope with mum anymore, so yeah. let's do a bit of gaming. What did you reckon then? So a bit of fun then playing games. I think it's nice for them to stick the out the PlayStation. Is, right. When I was younger, he was actually quite good. Were you doing heavy lifting though, and he was just tagging on to your skills? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I mean, he, quite good. So if you are gaming in a retro way, let us know about it. It's at Naked Gaming Pod on Twitter. This is the attachment that you didn't know you needed. We've just discovered that the. Game Boy Pocket Sonar is a thing that existed quite a long time ago, actually. Do you want to tell us about the Game Are Boy? Are you sure it's something we need? <laughs> Depends okay. if you want to go fishing. Let me just read you this, right? Okay. Apparently, it's a peripheral for the Nintendo Game Boy, made by Bandai, <laughs> that used sonar to locate fish up to 20 metres. That's 65 feet, if you're wondering. <laughs> underwater for the sport of fishing and contained a fishing mini game. Wow. I feel like I'm back on Look East. 1998 it was released. That's crazy, isn't and it? And it was never released internationally, of course. But guess what? What? You can get hold of one right now if you want. Yeah, never going to buy that. <laughs> but hang on, you can buy one. Look, I sent you an eBay link. Thing. Oh, 127 dollars. That's a bit pricey. Well, it depends how much you like fishing, doesn't it? Not yeah, that much. Not that much. <laughs> Not that much. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, for all you keen uh, fishers out there, fishers. <laughs> fishes. If you're a fish listening, you'll be pleased that we're not going to buy one. Fishermen. Fish. <laughs> fishes. Do you need to Fisher get... women? Fisher people. <laughs> fish... Fishermen. They call it fishermen. Fishermen. Yeah. But it's a bit sexist, isn't it? Yeah. Why not fisher women? I don't know. What have we got? Now, I've always liked the idea of VR, but we're still thinking about getting a headset. The virtual reality headset's quite expensive. I, I'm tempted, but I don't know yet. How much are they? Do you know? Hundreds. Hundreds. Mm. Okay, all right. Mm. It might mess my hair up. I mean, I'm not really pleased about wearing these headphones, but anyway. <laughs> okay. If you have one and you're wondering about university, then this might be the game for you. Now, I know that you went to Lincoln University mm -hmm. in Lincolnshire. Mm -hmm. um, well, one of the doctors there has turned the Brayford campus that you know so well into a virtual reality game. Ah, oh, memories. Some things that you did don't need to be VR simulated, <laughs> do they? I don't want to relive those moments. <laughs> In fact, I can't because I can't remember them. Well, that's good. It's probably for the best it's for everybody. for the best for everybody. Uh, so this is Dr. Chris Headland, and I asked him, why did he make it? So this all started really as uh, we were trying to create a like a virtual meeting room space. And because we wanted to use this for university research projects and even actually embedding some like research experimentation in there, we tried to base it off a university building. Literally, just as we got to the point where we were starting this project, we noticed that uh, there was a lot of stuff coming up on Twitter about people missing being on campus because lockdown had just kicked in. And university is a weird engagement, right? It's you, you move there, it becomes your home, it becomes a big part of your life. 
and suddenly all these people were being told that they, they basically couldn't socialize with their friends, couldn't, you know, mingle with their kind of extended family. And university is a lot more than its buildings. It's a lot more than its campus. It's a community. It is, it's the research. It's the ethos of the environment. The, the buildings are really closely linked to a lot of those memories as well. You know, you can get bogged down in doing every single meter of every single corner and then making sure that the walls are rounded here instead of, you know, there being a straight line. How kind of liberal were you when it came to the, the actual designing of the campus? We wanted to make sure that all the buildings were actually recognisable as the building they were supposed to be. We bought this, uh, this, this pack of prefab assets um, because we're not 3D modellers and we were trying to cut corners wherever we possibly could. And if one of these prefab sheets had like five windows where the actual building on site had had six, we weren't too fussed. But if you learn to navigate this, you can also navigate in uh, around the, the campus. You can get a sense of where you are. Everyone has their favorite bit of campus, you know. And if we try to do things too accurately, you know, things change quite often. We, we're quite a dynamic, we're quite an agile university. And I literally just couldn't keep on up to date with the minor tweaks that we make as we go along. The one question that my wife, who actually went to the university, said I had to ask you was, did you include the swans? Because swans are such a, apparently a huge part of going to Lincoln University. Yeah, we, we, we are super into our waterfowl at Lincoln. Um, we, everything is swan something, you know. Our, our bar is the swan. There's mythology around these swans. There, there's swan watching. It's It's... You know, you, you've not really been a University of Lincoln student unless at some point you've been chased by a swan, you know. I, I mean, even our mascot, our student union mascot is is swanny. Now, we really wanted to get swans in there, but I am not a 3D modeler and I'm not an animator and I could not find anything that didn't look like a really ugly swan. Um, I couldn't find anything that matched the rest of our assets and I thought, this is just not going to work. Now, fortunately, so we couldn't get anything out in version one. Fortunately, one of my colleagues from the, uh, the School of Media, uh, Graham Cooper, um, has he created this absolutely fantastic swaggering swan. It struts, it swaggers, it's got this kind of like funky attack mode. And we we try, we were actually working on this uh, last weekend. We're hoping he's going to go out there in the next update. How cool is that? Pretty cool. Dr. Chris Headland, who's a VR researcher uh, at the University of Lincoln, and you can get the beta version of Lincoln Island for free now from the Microsoft Store. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow and me, Lee Milner. Now on to new releases, and I actually genuinely waited up till midnight you did. for this you one. did. And then it came out eight hours later. Disappointment. Well, if you're waiting up till midnight, you expect it to be there. But anyway, this is Streets of Rage. So excited. Four. Ah! Now, we both played this as kids, so we played Streets of Rage. What, I played one mostly. What about you? One. Yeah. I think I only played one. I think I did a bit of two, but then in three, there was someone on roller skates, which I can't, I don't really remember that. But no. anyway, no. so this has new characters, uh, five characters that you want to play as, and then you can unlock classic characters in their sort of 8-bit forms, and they look really cool. Um, the levels are quite beatable. We managed to get through it, uh, but it's very hard to get an S rating. Each stage is yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, rated yeah, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Um but I wanted more playable characters, like cool new characters. They've got the retro ones, but I wanted newer I see what characters. You, I see what you mean, you but like? I quite like things when they do... Ret- Simple. <laughs> when they, no, 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 no. When they do retro revivals, I don't like it to be too different. Yeah, and this is not that different. 
they have got some new characters. Yeah. And the graphics, mm. it's like cartoony. Yeah. Which I haven't really seen in a game in a long time. It's really nicely done. 26 years in the music making. Music is oh, rad. You, during the level five or something, you were going, oh, the music's banging. It was banging. It was pretty raving. But then the game was always about the music accompanying your fighting. We actually streamed this game in full. So if you look out for Lee Milder and Chris Barrow on YouTube and also add in Naked Gaming in there, you can actually find our stream of the entire game. It takes about three hours to beat, depending on how good you are. Once we've worked it all out, you'll be able to watch that probably by the new year. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I thought it was really good. What did you think? Rating out of 10? You know what? I give it a nine and a half Mm. out of 10. Do you know what? That's good. I was going to say nine. Only because I think once you've completed it... Mm. I don't really want to do it again. You can fight each other on it, but it it loses... I want more levels. Exactly. I want um, bigger bosses, bigger, badder bosses. Yeah. But it is really good for a retro revival. So Streets of Rage 4 is available on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, yes, and Windows for around £20. We've been playing it on Switch and PlayStation, and it's just as good on either. It's worth your money. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow and Lee Milner. Take your time. Let's go old school now. This is our retro revival feature, which we do every month. Now, this is also a retro special episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we decided to play this game that we've been trying to get hold of for months called Catan. Mm -hmm. It's 25 years old. Just to remind us, why are we playing Catan? Are you going to get it out of the box? Hang on a second. I'll remind everybody why we're playing Catan then. Bye. See you later. See ya. Um, so we were on our honeymoon and we looked over and so there were... So many Amazon packages. <laughs> yeah, I know. So much delivery. And there were two people locked in an, an epic battle of wits. It was a head-to-head card game, two-player. Um, and we worked out eventually that it was Catan. So we ordered it off the internet. And Catan, ladies and gentlemen, has finally arrived. Ta-da! Now, now let me just... Uh, I know th- what you're going to say. Yeah, that it's not the right version of Catan it's not the right version no who knew that Catan has 10 different editions and that the standard edition of Catan ah yes, look. Look, look, look 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 I know it says here look go on three to four players yeah and noticeably there's only two of us now Bailey the rabbit he might uh, be able to play no. Catan no but you can't re- unless you modify all the rules you can't play that two player no that no. cost me 40 quid are so- you sending it back yeah, oh. but only when the card version of Catan arrives. Hang which on, we I- ordered that three weeks ago. No, it's supposed to be here by Do now. Do you think during lockdown, though, everybody has the same idea? What, let's get all the board games? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're right. We did play Monopoly the other day, mm-hmm. and I won. If you're playing uh, a board game at home, let us know what you're playing. Maybe there's a new thing that we, we, yeah. we could try rather than Catan and waiting forever and a year for it to come. Uh, you can always get in touch at Naked Gaming Pod. Yeah, we'll look out for that. Busy night, but there's always room for another. Now it's time for our simulator of the month feature and everyone is at home baking and eating cakes, takeaways, pizza. You know all about this, Chris, don't you? Mm -hmm. Well, now it's time to get fit. Well, we played basketball the other day. It was quite good, actually. Yeah, we played basketball the other day. Uh, So how easy is it at the minute trying to get fit? But with games to help you. With games. Yeah, Yeah, gaming. Because I've got a lot of adverts at the moment as well for uh, these keep fit kind of things like that are the, yeah, to the Wii. Yeah, they can do that. Uh, so we've sent uh, the Svelte Alex Rhodes to investigate. He'll love that. 
Hello, Chris and Lee. Alex here, reviewing another game for you. Uh, today, it's uh, Parkour Simulator 3D. Uh, I suppose it'd have to be 3D, because otherwise it's just Super Mario Brothers, isn't it? Right, OK, so it's on iPhone. Uh, booted up. It's got this funky soundtrack. OK, here we go. OK, I'm going to select my character. Let's go with Alice. Select. Play. Here we go. Run and reach all the checkpoints until the time runs out. Time is your opponent. That should be before the time runs out, but it doesn't matter. Be quick and agile. How many points will you find? Prove that parkour is speed. I'm going to shove it in the faces of all those detractors who say parkour isn't speed. Okay. Now, my familiarity with parkour generally extends to uh, that scene in Casino Royale, right at the start, where that guy uh, does those flips. Um, I know we're all supposed to be getting more active, you know, uh, during lockdown. We're allowed to go out a bit more, do some more exercise, that sort of thing. <sighs> to be honest, I've not really been doing that. So I'm hoping that this game will help, you know, put me in the mood and inspire me. Okay, right, here we go. I'm running through the points. It's 3D. It looks pretty good, actually. Oh, I've jumped over. You seem to have two main modes, jump and do a roll. Here we go, hop. It's actually giving me a little bit of a uh, pro skater, Tony Hawk pro skater vibes, which I hear is getting a remake. Oh, ooh. The last, the last checkpoint. You see, I'm doing it already. Jump. I've not really done any flips. Oh, I, I do a backflip to celebrate. Okay, uh, yeah, that was mainly just sort of hopping up and down on various cars. Um, kind of like what students do when they've had uh, too much to drink on a night out. This is a different game. It, you see, it has the tendency to run unskippable ads. It's free to download, so I get it. That's for Subway Simulator 3D. Well, fortunately my life isn't quite that tragic yet, so I can hold off on playing Subway Simulator. Level two. Let's go. I'm in a, you know, it's a sort of city environment at the moment. Cars sort of parked all over the place. Oh, there's a jump. And it seems like, may uh, okay, okay, here we go. Now I have to jump on a sign from a roof, so this is a bit more tricky. Here we go. Hop. Oh, I'm hanging on. I've made it. Is parkour allowed? Is parkour one of the sports that you're allowed to do now? It's, it's not really a contact sport. I suppose you should probably wear gloves and go back after you've done a run and rub down all the surfaces you touch with your dirty hands. I've seen no nothing in the government guidelines about parkour. A glaring omission. Can I see my mum and dad again? Can I do a flip off a lamppost? This is the clarity we need. You can probably hear Alice thudding along there. I mean, she's got even heavier the steps than I do. It's like a herd of elephants. All right, go on. Okay, I'm actually on the rooftops now. This is getting serious. Okay, to the ladder, to the ladder. Missed it, missed it, missed it. Landed on the ground. <sighs> Luckily, despite her thudding footsteps, Alice has got, you know, lands like a cat and doesn't have to go to hospital for two shattered kneecaps. Right. I like that. You know that sort of funky soundtrack? It reminds me a little bit of Jet Set Radio Future, which I had on the original Xbox. I'm showing my age there. Finally. Finally. Oh, all right, Alice. Finally. My tests for mobile games are always, are they going to keep your seven-year-old uh, nephew entertained? Yes. This one is. I mean, that's the only reason to buy a mobile game, to be honest. Another advert for Subway Simulator. Maybe I am sad enough. That looked pretty appealing, actually. Do you remember public transport? Unbelievable scenes. Thank you so much, Alex. Would you use him as your gym instructor? God, no. <laughs> Before we go, just time for a listener review. David Chapman has been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh. Loads this month. Just like you. Hello. 
love it. You've been playing a bit too much. But you I, always... didn't, I didn't think I'd like it, but I, it's strangely addictive. What's really funny about it, though, is that you end up playing it all the time. Yeah. At night. At night. I've never seen it in daylight. Because the game adjusts to what time you're playing at, mm-hmm. and because you're mm-hmm. always playing about 10 o'clock at night, you've never seen the daytime. No. <laughs> if anybody knows what it's like, let me know. What, daytime Animal Crossing? Yeah. Well, David Chapman does. He's been playing loads, uh, and this is what he made of the game that you're currently obsessed with. Animal Crossing's New Horizons is the fifth main installment of the Animal Crossing's franchise, and we are so glad that it is finally here. The game is a wave of nostalgia with great new features that keeps this franchise fresh and fun. Your attention, please. The Nook Inc. getaway package charter flight will soon be arriving at the deserted island. Once we get past the fear of picking out a good name for our island, we are introduced to a new world that is completely customizable to us. Gameplay can be a little slow to start as those unfamiliar with the franchise are greeted by a system that does make you wait actual days for new things to become available to the player, provided that you don't change your system time. However, the game does reward you for each time that you do come back to play. Additionally, although the new crafting had me a little skeptical at first, it is an interesting new feature that players have at their disposal. One drawback this feature has is that you are only able to craft one item at a time. The good news about Animal Crossing New Horizons is that we definitely had to nitpick in order to find anything bad about this game. We definitely think that this game is worth the buy and makes getting comfy on a nice Saturday afternoon with a warm cup of tea all the better. Oh, thanks, David. You love this, don't you? I love it. I really, really love it. Now, I think you gave it an 8 out of 10. Do you want to change that, or are you still happy with your original 8 out of 10? 8.5 out of 10. Oh, there it is. It's good, but it's still not, like, action-packed. I want to beat some people up like Streets of Rage. Okay, so if you want to listen back to last month's episode, though... I have a problem sometimes. I think so. Uh, You can subscribe at Naked Gaming Pod and look for the Naked Gaming Podcast on Twitter and iTunes. Well, that's it for this month. Should we get Bailey involved? Because nobody's ever seen him. Well, he has been featuring throughout the episode, but mostly just lying down. Hang on then. Oh, is this happening now? Okay, well, while Bailey Milner Barrow the bunny... (laughs) Did you just wave at my camera? While Bailey Milner Barrow the bunny gets involved, uh, you can look out for the video edition of this podcast. Just search for Chris Barrow and Lee Milner Naked Gaming Podcast on YouTube. You will find it there. You can subscribe to our channel and also you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. It's Naked Gaming Podcast. That was good time, wasn't it? Bailey the rabbit. Oh, he's so fluffy and don't show his that bit of him because <laughs> he's dirty. This is him. <laughs> and um, he's really fluffy and really lazy. He's so fluffy fat. though at the moment. What's why is he so fluffy? Is he molting? He this is all he does. <laughs> look at look at him now. He's like me when I get out of bed in the morning. <sighs> Do you want to contribute? Okay then. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, well that's it for this month. You can find us again next month on the 21st of June when we're talking about loads more new releases. In fact... Everywhere! Stop fluffing everywhere, Bailey. In fact, we're going to be playing Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer, which they're re-releasing. We're going to go head-to-head. I'll win ya. I always do. Do you want to say anything else? Are you happy to go No, now? no. Um, look out for uh, the video edition of this. That's... Your news reading was particularly good. Did you like that? I did, yeah. <clears throat> A lot of editing involved, everybody. <clears throat> Anyway, we can't do a mic drop because I can't lift these things. Hang on, no, we can, we can. Hang on, three, two, one. Mind the table. (laughs) 